Hi everyone, welcome to Kwe Koko. I'm Bele Weimoso and I'm your host. So today's episode is a little bit different. It wasn't a planned one. I can't sit here any longer and not say anything uh, with, with the small platform that I do have. To be completely honest with you, I was supposed to film a video, but it turns out there are more important things to talk about than Tinder fails. But before I go ahead, I would like to say that my activism is not perfect. I have been trying to listen to what black folk have been saying and it's incumbent upon us to do something about it. There are a lot of things that you can read online, but to be honest, I don't think a lot of people are actually keen to read. So having a platform like a podcast or a YouTube channel may help a little bit more just because people are more inclined to click on links um, to hear people say what they want to say. I've been moved to talk about this after the census murder of George Floyd, the consequent events in Minneapolis and the countless other acts of violence against black people. For the longest time now, I've been feeling like the issues in the United States were not our issues. And I've been so judgmental of friends and other people that I follow that live in New Zealand and Australia who posted about things happening in the United States when there were things happening in our own backyard. But I don't think I can sit back any longer and um, not say anything on the small platform that I do have because I do know people are listening. To my non-black followers and subscribers, this isn't about us. I repeat, this is not about us. Now is not the time to be adding and people of color whenever people are talking about the injustices against black people. It's not about us. So today I wanted to address non-black folk. That includes white people and us as Pacific Islanders. I wanted to speak about how we can be better allies to our black brothers and sisters. If hearing the words Black Lives Matter incites something in you that makes you say, all lives matter, well, all lives don't matter until black lives matter as well. And that's what this fight is about. It's not about taking away your freedoms that you already have, but it's about using your own privilege as a white person to give a voice to someone that otherwise wouldn't be heard. There goes that P word, I know it makes you uncomfortable. Yes, you as a white person have the most privilege. You as a white person benefit from institutional racism. You as a white person are not affected by harmful stereotypes that would mean the difference in you getting the job and being on an unemployment benefit. You as a white person may have had it tough, but the color of your skin was not a factor in making it so. You as a white person are overrepresented on every single platform. Acknowledge your privilege and use it to make a difference. This means correcting other non-black people who do anti-black things. Your job is to make the world safe for everyone, not just the Karens. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have your privilege and it should be taken away. I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying to use it. There are also white folk out here that think they're not like other white people because they've been invited to a cookout or two. No, Justin Timberlake, you're needed more than ever now. Justin Timberlake is the prime example of wanting the rhythm of black people but not their blues. And I say that because a few weeks ago, the Rio co-host and activist Amanda Seals called him out for his blatant performative activism. Timberlake posted a photo of young black man Ahmad 
Arbery, who was gunned down by two white supremacists back in February. The footage of his murder was only released around that time. Please tell me why Justin Timberlake decided to turn off his comments. Amanda Seals and many others called him out for this, and that was because if you're going to post about it, be about it. Show the world who's following you and show the world who your fans are. Have the uncomfortable back and forth. It's the least you can do. Defend black people. Defend black lives. That uncomfortable feeling that you may have having these conversations doesn't hold a flame to what black people face every single day of their lives. Do you understand that parents have to sit down their black sons and their black daughters to tell them how to act in the world so they don't get shot? Do you know what it's like to walk around in a country where a flag matters more than your life? So I'll say this again, if you're going to post about it, be about it. This is for my fellow Pacific Islander and Māori people. So much of what we know and love, like music, slang, our fashion sense, is a direct result of the appropriation of black culture. I don't blame our people for resonating with black culture, um, and the plight of black people because we too are an oppressed people but this is not about us we also need to correct our own learned behavior our own family members and we are too we're guilty of it of being anti-black we will get to the issue of colorism another time but the fact of the matter is how many times have you said and heard things like she's so black oh you're the black one in the family i better get out of the sun before i get too black and let's not forget our constant use of the N-word. That's not okay. We as Samoans even call black people meoli, which literally translates into black thing. We might as well be saying the N-word. I encourage you all to do more than just post stuff. I urge you to not be so anti-N-word online and then use it behind closed doors like myself because only people you trust are in the room. I know New Zealand-born and Australian Pacific Islanders whose whole personality is being a black woman. Most of our PI and Māori reggae artists, that whole genre is from black people. Oh, you've got dreads? You're wearing a do-rag? Oh my gosh, your waves are on swim? I wonder where that came from. I say all that to say, if you are appropriating black culture, the least you can do is stand up for black people and don't expect a pat on the back for it if the group of people you're trying to defend tell you you're doing it wrong then you're doing it wrong don't try to police their reaction because look what that's got them if they tell you how they want to be spoken about or how they want to be defended then listen because if you get defensive if you get offended you're just another Justin Timberlake. These so-called riots are necessary. I don't care what anyone has to say on the matter. Peaceful my fucking ass. I don't care if you say shit like protesting and rioting won't bring George Floyd back. I couldn't give a flying fuck. We've seen how police in a lot of America have handled peaceful protests led by black people. And they're protesting to keep their kids safe and alive. We've also seen how they've handled white protesters during COVID-19 lockdown who wanted their right to go back to do their fucking hair and nails. Are you fucking kidding me? America was built on the backs of black people. So I say, burn it down. Burn it all down. Reason why buildings are burning is because this city, this state would prefer 
preserving that white nationalism and that white supremacist mindset over arresting, charging, and helping to convict four officers who killed a black man. That is the reality of what we're dealing with. This is not just a few cops doing things across the country. This is not a good cop versus bad cop situation. This is Ahmaud Arbery being shot down by white men on the streets of Georgia. Breonna Taylor being killed in her home. This is in New York City where we were until freedom. We were just in New York fighting the police officers who in the name of social distancing were damn near killing black young people on our streets. This is a coordinated activity happening across this nation. And so we are in a state of emergency. Black people are dying in a state of emergency. We cannot look at this as an isolated incident. The reason why buildings are burning are not just for our brother George Floyd. We're, they're burning down because people here in Minnesota are saying to people in New York, to people in California, to people in Memphis, to people all across this nation, enough is enough. Yeah. And we are not responsible for the mental illness that has been inflicted upon our people by the American government, institutions, and those people who are in positions of power. I don't give a damn if they burn down Target. Because Target should be on the streets with us, calling for the justice that our people deserve. Where was AutoZone at the time when Philando Castile was shot in a car, which is what they actually represent? Where were they? So if you are not coming to the people's defense, then don't challenge us when young people and other people who are frustrated and instigated by the people you pay, you are paying instigators to be among our people out there throwing rocks, breaking windows, and burning down buildings. And so young people are responding to that. They are enraged, and there's an easy way to stop it. Arrest the cops. Charge the cops. Charge all the cops. Not just some of them. Not just here in Minneapolis. Charge them in every city across America where our people are being murdered. Charge them everywhere. That's the bottom line. Charge the cops. Do your job. Do what you say this country is supposed to be about, the land of the free for all. It has not been free for black people, and we are tired. Don't talk to us about looting. Y'all are the looters. America has looted black people. America looted the Native Americans when they first came here. So looting is what you do. We learned it from you. We learned violence from you. We learned violence from you. The violence was what we learned from you. So if you want us to do better, then damn it, you do better. We gotta let that settle. Ooh, thank you. Wow.